That's creepy. But nice. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Comic Book Club. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And we're coming to you live at a couple of different places on the internet. We're live on Crowdcast, live on YouTube. Also coming to you later, podcast, just audio. A couple of different places, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. Other uh, iTunes podcasts, things like that. Who even it's knows? All yeah. It's all good. It's all good, though, bro. Wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening, we love it. We love for you coming out tonight. We love for you listening tonight. It's real cool. We got some cool vibes going out here. Ooh, you know what real I'm talking about? Jazz oh. clubs <laughs> announcer vibe from Alex, Mr. Alex. Now, our first call in comes oh, from God. a little lady <laughs> in Alabama who's having a little trouble with her husband. Seems he hates reading comic books and she likes reading comic books. For comic e What is in going Alabama, on? Right we're going to play Welcome. a song for you now. <laughs> it's Journeys Any Way You Want It, That's the Way You Need It. <laughs> This is Pete Line, where Pete shouts rom-com advice at you based on his viewing of recent rom-coms. Guys, Pete? we have a great... Pete? Yeah? Pete, what's your advice? Oh. Uh, hey, we're doing a show now, Pete. You want to like... Oh, thanks, uh, you know what? I'm starting to think Too maybe you need some sort of counted to really get into the show, to really get you revved up for it. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Next time, we'll try like a oh, little counted to, like, count count to get you revved count. up for it. Because you no seem need. to be very confused right now is what's going on. Okay? <laughs> so I think it's the countdown. It's the lack of countdown that's doing it's it. It's lack of counting. Yes. We're that couple that fights in restaurants. Welcome to our <laughs> comic book podcast. <laughs> we have a great show for you with some great guests, but a couple of things to get out of the way first. First of all, we have been asking you all over the past couple of weeks to make recommendations of titles for us to review over in the iTunes comments under podcast, uh, visual arts, comic book club that's a great place to find it you can just head over there and We've leave us a comment of visual arts mm-hmm. we're like sand art sitting on your <laughs> grandmother's shelf wherever it is leave us a comment there we're requesting a book we've been having some uh, great requests this week on the stack we got a request uh, we're going to be reviewing mighty morphin power rangers teenage mutant ninja turtles from boom studios right. but we actually yes. have another request from the itunes comments that i'll we'll read right see here. We'll see. Uh, I threatened Pete. I gave some hints about what this might be about, and he got really scared because secret baby. AMM Angela says, I love this podcast. It has opened me up to titles I wouldn't have even bothered with in the past. I would love it if they did a review for the Empowered Omnibus Volume 1 from Dark Horse. Not manga, not pure superhero. A fun combination of both. Uh, that was one of my favorite books back in the day. I haven't read it for years. So we, we oh, talked wow. about that book a lot of I read Yeah. It. So very excited to revisit that. Thank you for the That's suggestion, Angela. We won't be reviewing it on this week's podcast, but perhaps on next week's podcast, we'll check in and do a review then. And if you'd like to request a review, again, just leave it in the iTunes comments. Uh, we would love to check it out. Old trades, new trades, uh, single issues, honestly, anything you want. It's fun to revisit and check out stuff that we've never checked out before. Now, second little order of business here, as frequent listeners or watchers of the podcast know, we have a curated drink each week from mm. Brett Macris, our official CBC chef. This week, he actually made two things that I'm going to mention. Uh, the first one was he recommended a drink from the Gotham Cocktail Book. This is called Birds of Prey. Mm. It's very nice. It's interesting that we have... Oh, did you make... Did you put some cherries in your uh, vodka, Pete, or are you just showing no, off a glass just, of piss? I thought that's what we were... We're just That looks more like moonshine <laughs> than anything. <laughs> 
Yes. Uh, so this is, uh, correct me if I'm, if I'm forgetting anything, it's gin, uh, orange curacao. I used Contro. Uh, you're supposed to use a splash of cherry brandy. I just used some mm-hmm. of the liquid from the cherries uh, and some dry vermouth. And then you add three cherries yes. on a stick is the technical. Three Amarone cherries, the fanciest mm-hmm. cherries you can find. Ooh. Do you have those? I do not have those, unfortunately. I do have those. They're right there in the bottom. Ooh. I mean, nice. honestly, like. Don't cherry I'm flex not, all over us, guy. I'm not an elitist in any which Seems way. Seems like a little bit. But do yourself a favor and plus up to the fancy cherries. Because mm-hmm. um, the, the regular cherries that you can get, it's like eating um, like the top of an elf's hat, essentially. <laughs> So don't do that anymore and buy a fancy cherry. I don't know. I kind of want to taste an elf's hat now. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that first, but that is what it's I red. Did. I'll give you that. Uh, the other thing that I'll mention that is, I thought pretty great is, uh, I don't know if you're aware of this new movie, the Batman that's coming out starring Robert Pattinson's. Yeah. It's, it's about oh, a character that named George. That's a George Clooney Batman. Yes, the George Clooney Batman. It's uh, about this character named Batman. Anyway, it's coming out in March, and a tie-in is Little Caesars doing a thing called the Batman Calzone, which is, as far as I understand it, it's basically a calzone with a pizza on top that they shaped to kind of look like a bat symbol. Mm. So, Brett... That's just good marketing. <laughs> it's good marketing. As you know, uh, Batman always wolfing down calzones day in and day out, so it's a nice tie-in. But yeah, Brett, he would actually... always be like, Alfred, throw in the zone in the oven. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Batman famously eating whatever Alfred gives him. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> Brett uh, in our Slack, patreon.com slash comic book club. He uh, made his home uh, version of the Calzone uh, and gave some step-by-step directions how to do it, which is so oh, great. So nice. I'm looking forward to making my own Calzone instead of plugging my hard-earned seven ninety nine down at Little Caesars, you know? I got to say, I, I mean, and the, the, the Calzone that Brett made is amazing and it's awesome. But Calzone is one of those foods that I'm like, I don't need to make this at all. This is a food that's <laughs> readily available in the outside world. It costs very little. Uh, and I and feel like the, if I'm going to approximate it, it's the I, I what they're yeah. doing is perfect. DP Doe, one Not of my like favorite high end cherries. DP Doe, shout out, shout yeah, out to man. Ithaca's DP Doe, good stuff. All over the place, they got them in Pennsylvania too, bro. Nah, I don't want to hear it. All right, why don't we move on with our first guest tonight? Uh, he is one of our good friends here at the show. We chatted with him a couple of months back at this point, I used to have him. Back when shows were live, live all the time. He is now a writer for the WWE as well as Vice. And we're very excited to welcome him back to talk about all things WWE. Whenever he gets in here, I'm not going to tell you his name. You'll have to guess what it is. Nice. That's a fun. A lot of clues. A lot of clues there. Yeah. So if you could read any one of our promotional tweets, the mystery (laughs) solved. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Chris Dunn should be in here in a second. While we uh, have a second, I can talk oh. about... There he is! Hey. Oh, I remember. This happened the last time, too. Yeah. Nice. Hello? Um, great. Don't talk the whole time. Oh, no, I can't talk either. Let me ask you this, Chris Dunn. Do you have headphones? Because um, that'll put this to bed. Yeah, let me... Yeah. Uh, Oh, this is good. So great. Yeah. Justin, what were you going to say? I was going to say, you know, there's a lot of corporate 
pizza chains. And right. I feel like we everyone has their one, their home, their pizza home, their zone home. And mine is Little Caesars. Growing up, Little Caesars, pizza, pizza. Wow. Pizza, 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 pizza. You know, all of this kind of sounds like hamada, 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 hamada. But there he is. Hey, Chris. Well, we're off to a great start. Yes, everything's going so great. Uh, very well, now that the echo is down. I'm very excited to see you again. Glad to have you here. Uh, you look very comfy. Yeah, it's uh, you know, as a as a writer, I'm trying to live that uh, nice. 70, yeah, you really are seventy doing words it. a minute life. Seventy mm. a minute. Wow, I love this pace. <laughs> yeah, that is I'm fast. To, I type fast, but not well. Oh. Um, <laughs> nice. When do you also, think? When do you think of the words? Oh, congratulations! Wow. Just, uh, wait. They don't have to be like they don't have to be any like set for sentence. It's just like random words. Uh, you know, random random words. Words. Oh, you're a madman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just want to get it on the page. Then you can get it into work. Then you edit. That's right. You just get yeah. any words. That's what they don't tell you. Yeah. Hemingway just wrote hundreds of words, and then later went back and cut it down to the baby shoes thing. Precisely. <laughs> oh, well, wait. You're gonna I, congratulate us on something. I want to hear about that. Oh yeah, it's just you know I've I've been coming and watching the show for years, and now like you guys have a personal chef. You're doing wow. ad reads for cherries, calzones. <laughs> you guys have made it. It's awesome. We're doing great. Get all and that little Caesar good. money. <laughs> We're not even asking for money. We just want one Batman calzone between the three of us. That's yeah. it. We'll spread it, it three it, ways. It looks delicious. <laughs> it By does. The way, the only way to see, I was nervous uh, you weren't going to be here because I didn't see a sound check. I thought you were going to be watching like Punisher Dirty Laundry or something. Mm. I was. That's why I was late. I lost track of time. <laughs> also, not a great sound check. Let me just based on what happened. Uh, but Chris, <laughs> you're here to talk about some WWE stuff and a gentleman by the name of R Truth. Yeah, you know, it's uh, when people think about wrestling a lot, they think like The Rock and John Cena and Roman Reigns or Hulk Hogan, Hogan. Hogan. Yeah. Um, Coco Beware. Yeah. John Coco Beware, yeah. A bunch of people Hulk Hogan does not like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you pay attention to Gawker. Um, but uh, yeah, like our truth is a guy who just turned 50 last week. Um, he's wrestled in WWE in his 20s, 30s, 40s, and now his 50s. Wow. And wow. Uh, I think he's probably the most underappreciated talent in wrestling. And I just wanted to kind of honor him. And, you know, I love this podcast. So, you know, I brought it up to Justin just because, you know, when people think about wrestling, a lot of the time they think about like people arguing over belts and are like, I want to beat you. Um, Cage match. And here's the th thing like wrestling, especially now when you have like seven hours at WWE and four hours of AEW, a lot of it's the same crap um it's just like oh, wow. the same moves over and over again and you kind of have to be different to be stand out and i think like our truth has like had a career where he's like constantly changed uh going mm. from like a person who's like been in the ring at madison garden with like cena and the rock to probably the greatest comedian ever in wrestling 
And I think like, um, you know, he, he had a life where, or he has a life where, you know, he's been in trouble with the law in the past, in his like early days before he got into wrestling. So he just rehabilitated his life through it. And I just think like, if you are uh, any interest in wrestling and you enter into laughing, uh, you should go watch some of his highlights. Like he has a segment that we did a couple years ago with Brock Lesnar, uh, where he's in the ring with this massive six, eight, 300 pound man doing like some really Looney Tunes styles comedy. Um, and pretty much like the last few years, he's been like a living Looney Tunes character, like fighting guys in chicken suits, uh, <laughs> having matches on airplanes, uh, having like a, a, a fight with Santa Claus. Uh, pretty much anything he's done Finally. and like, yeah, it's that guy deserved it. Um, yeah, especially those elves with those cherry hats. Ugh. Exactly. Um, but yeah, and he's also like one of the best people around. So I just kind of wanted to just go on and say like, happy birthday to him. And like, if you have any interest in wrestling at all, like watch his stuff because he does the hardest stuff to do in wrestling. Mm. Well, well I awesome. mean, it is hard. It is hard to adapt to the times, like you're saying, to have a career that long and change it up, and still be doing full Looney Tune stuff is, is really hard. Is there are there any particular um, places you can send us to watch something specific, or is there a specific uh, match to look up um, that you're yeah, like, that's like, the one for the intro? Yeah, I think like the big one is the Brock Lesnar R Truth segment, which. WWE posted on um, on YouTube. You can ease that's easily find that. And then WWE has a couple of playlists um, of twenty of the twenty four seven title, which is the comedy title um, that our truth. Essentially, like everyone thought that title was going to be a failure. It was kind of a rip off of a title that the WWE did in the nineties called the Hardcore title. Um, hmm. But one writer on the writing team while I was there, this guy, Dewey Foley, who's Mick Foley's son, um, pitched to kind of bring R-Truth from SmackDown to Raw the night they debuted it. And it kind of took the 24-7 title and like instead of just being like a, lame, like a segment that could easily be lame every week, um, really the highlight of the show a lot of the times and like on YouTube and various social media platforms, a lot of truths 24 seven stuff have combined to have over a hundred million, a hundred million views. Hmm. Well, and awesome. he's still wrestling today. You're saying, yeah, he's on every week. Uh, he looks much younger than 50 <laughs> and uh, he <laughs> always gets the best out of every segment. And his character is kind of very, it's very full of life. And very plays everything incredibly straight and earnest, which leads to if you're a comedy fan, some of the best best jokes, whether you're a wrestling fan or not. Uh, so I have an alarm set anytime there's a potential new Pete story developing in <laughs> oh, our great. comments, and we have one here from Liwana Nana. Oh, Pete, yeah, remember when you got invited? It is a story when you got invited to play Santa Claus in WWE, but you couldn't. Yeah, now, there's a, a possibility of an audition for something and. Unfortunately, it, yeah. I believe Chris Dunn was the one who tried to make that happen. Right. Is that oh, right? yeah. I was looking for somebody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great. Uh, Luana oh. brought that up, and here's the connection. You would have been 
a 24 seven <laughs> champion. Yeah, I know. Of, uh, yeah, it was, I was like, it was really upsetting that I couldn't do it. I was like, was pretty sad for a while. Thanks for bringing that oh. up, Lee. Right. <laughs> well, the, the negative is it was the coldest night of the year in New York. Uh, That's right. right it was. The, yeah, you would have frozen. Out. Chris saved yeah. you. Pete, now, you would have died. Four million people would have seen you on TV. So, but then you'd be locked into the role of Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah. You if know, you like could, Hogan would be a WWE champion. Pete, honest question though, you've seen the movie Caddyshack, right? Numerous times. Great. You know the thing where the and guy is having two. the best golf game of his life, right? And then he gets, gets struck, struck by, by lightning. lightning. Struck yeah. by lightning and dies. Yeah. So let's say a similar situation for you. You get a do-over and you get to be Santa Claus on the WWE. You're fighting your way up. You're going to be the champion. You're having the best night of your life. But also by the end, you know you're going to freeze to death. Do you do it? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, you got to go out on top. <laughs> you got to go out on top. Wow. Plus right. awareness gonna, to frostbite. I think it's a win win. That's um he's gonna Mephisto that into happening. Yeah. <laughs> we would have had um, a lot of fun that night. There was a slow speed uh horse carriage chase in um in Central Park. Dang, uh where you would have you know been leading that chase. Wait, so time. sorry to belabor this, but what happened? Did the whole thing get cancelled? Or no, we did they... it. it oh, okay. I just um, I just couldn't do it. Oh, yeah, okay. Pete had to be a, a real Santa Claus that night. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a segment. It's a. It was probably the the most that title has ever been on Raw because it was a like a double taping in Iowa. I think the week before where we did like the pre Christmas episode, and uh, somebody mistimed the show. Uh, so I was sent into the field for the 24-7 title to have a have the show reach three hours for USA. <laughs> um, and, oh, they mistimed uh, it too short. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So you, okay. How much time did you have to add? Uh, like, I think 10 minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. And here's, <laughs> here's the thing. You know, I don't know if you get I know you guys have done television. For those of you that haven't, once it's recorded in the location and you leave, it's been recorded. That's it. Uh, yeah, you don't get to go back and do it more. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we had to like write an insane storyline where like Santa Claus became champion and stole the title um, and all these things that happened. What really frustrates me is that uh, it's not online. And WWE puts mm. all of their stuff online. Mm. I think whoever was doing it that week was off for Christmas. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's like one of my favorite moments. It's like a very, it, a lot of it's based on a Sesame Street special I saw growing up where like Bert and Ernie got each other's gifts, but then sold each other's, sold things to buy each other's gifts. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say it's it, that's actually based on something else. No, I think yeah. Bert and Ernie did it for. Yeah, the, they did. Or, you know, gift of the Ernie. Yes. <laughs> Not, my favorite uh, Muppet is O. Henry. Yeah. Not yeah. to say I'm the guy wearing the cardigan. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. Grab an O. Henry references cardigan. Well, and um, the guy that ended up playing Santa Claus was uh, John Cena, and that's how he ended up. Yeah. Famous, right? <laughs> uh, and now he's peacemaker. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
Um, I did. Yeah, it could ahead. be Pete Maker. It could be Pete Maker. Oh man! Uh, I want to say uh, real quick. Uh, you telling these stories about producing for writing and producing for the WWE, the stuff that you have done and the amount of work you have to put in is unbelievable. Uh, the way that you have to shoot all this stuff on like a shoestring budget and do it all very quickly, very difficult. So oh. I'm always impressed when you tell your stories about having to pull together a carriage race that would cost like like $100,000 on a, on a non-WWE show. <laughs> As well, uh, well, thank you for that. Cena, back when I worked there, uh, not my last WrestleMania, but the WrestleMania before that, because of the pandemic, we were doing all these cinematic matches. And I actually produced one that was kind of like um, homage to like a, a B-movie version of the Avengers called the uh, Viking Prophets, nice. uh, where these like two teams combined, the Viking Raiders and the Street Prophets. But Cena did this like really metal one called the Firefly Funhouse with like Bray Wyatt, who's no longer with the company. And somebody asked him how long it would take to produce like this like 20 minute movie uh, in Hollywood. And his response was like four weeks. Uh, and they had like yeah. they they did it all in 12 hours. Wow. So Unbelievable. sometimes it's not the best quality of work, but but man, you, you get it done. But what do you think of Cena's transition into being like the comedic actor, doing Peacemaker, doing all of these things? I mean, certainly a lot of wrestlers do that transition, but he's very present right now, particularly because Peacemaker is on HBO Max. Yeah. So you guys have all seen it, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I like it a lot. And I think like Cena, I find like the most interesting former wrestler on screen because he really knows who he is and he's unafraid to get like really weird. Like, I think when you read <laughs> no, like commits. that, like Hollywood he commits yeah, so hard. Yeah. And, um, you know, like, I think when you read about like action stars, like they talk about like who could in their contracts, who could win and lose fights. Like, Cena like leaves that all out the door. Like, he wants to <laughs> create the best thing. And that's how he was at WWE. Like, I only overlapped with his full time, the end of his full time run, like shortly. Um, and like, I did like maybe like three or four segments with him. And like, he's just, he is one of the most professional, well thought out people you'll ever see. Um, and Peacemaker's awesome. And he just, he, he just gets it. Yeah. I mean, he is in that show. He is like a living action figure, both yeah. in that he's yeah. jacked. He does anything that is demanded of him. And he's a little stiff. Like he looks like an action figure that yeah. only moves my, a little bit. My girlfriend, uh, Mika, brings that up all the time. Like it's so interesting to like watch him like move. Mm -hmm. um, I get no caught on like, like where he like yells out freedom during sex. But um... yeah, <laughs> well, you do that too, right? Yeah, yeah, well, he got that yeah, for not, not as loudly as he he got that you, know, like, you whisper it. <laughs> he got that one, and actually, Bert did it first, and then yeah, yeah, uh, Chris then Ernie, then Ernie yeah. did. It. <laughs> oh, oh, that's too far for you, Alex. You a little bit. It's we're we're getting close. We're certain skirting the edge there. Like Bert, you guys don't want to lose that little Caesar of money. Yeah. No, no, no. They wanted us to talk about Bert and Ernie coming. Out. <laughs> okay. Oh, they God. sent us some. Yeah. That's, where, that's the crazy stuff. You sauce. didn't have to say it like that. 
the little <laughs> little Caesar, you know who was fucked up? Caesars, especially mm-hmm. the little one. Like he's like uh, Caligula. Yeah. He's a little known fact. Mm-hmm. So a little Caligula. <laughs> So this is a ridiculous way of asking this question, but I'm completely unaware of the world. Uh, what is going on with WWE right now? Because I know the last what time is? we talked, what what's the WWE? No, no the last the time deal. we talked, the last time you had you on, obviously it was like not beginning pandemic, but mid pandemic. And you guys were still kind of figuring out the crowds versus no crowds thing and everything. So what's happening now? Where is the WWE and what challenges have you either overcome or what are presenting themselves right now? Well, so we talked right after I left, right after Mania in, I think, May. Uh-huh. Since then, crowds came back in July. Um, and I think, like, the the big thing right now is uh, Brock Lesnar came back at SummerSlam and kind of reinvented his character in an interesting way. Like, it, it became very hard before I left WWE on the creative team to kind of book Brock. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was kind of the same thing every week. But now if you like Google Brock Lesnar, there's like a he's become like Brock Lesnar Walker Texas Ranger. Uh like he's wearing like a cowboy hat, he's being funny. Um and you know, he's in the storyline. He's he's facing Bobby Lashley at Royal Rumble, but he's also kind of in in a storyline with Roman Reigns, who's on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um so that's kind of like the big thing. The rumbles are coming up, which is kind of like the kickoff of WrestleMania season. Uh, you kind of find out who's some of the main eventers when they win the Royal Rumble. Um, and, you know, this week in the news, there's like talk that uh, Ronda, like, and I haven't heard this from anyone there. Like, I've only seen this in the news. Uh, allegedly, they've started talking to Ronda Rousey about coming back again. Mm. Um, personally, if I was still there, I would not want her back. Um, she's an amazing talent and like more athletic than anyone on the roster. But, you know, the issue with somebody like Ronda Rousey is you have to feed them wrestlers. Oh my God. Yeah, literally. (laughs) (laughs) Huge reveal. Oh my God. I can't believe you admitted that. You have to cook them into a calzone. Oh, and right. Calzone, see them like that, but um, I think it's Calzone. Yeah, yeah. it's called the Batman Calzone. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. That it does one. look like an awesome meal. I would totally get it. Um, she essentially has to beat everyone because she has to be unbeatable. And right. WWE's biggest issue is the lack of creating stars outside of like Bianca Belair. I don't know if they've really created a new star in the last couple of years. Mm. Um, it was Braun Strowman before that but he's no longer with the company. Like WWE has like released close to 90 wrestlers over last year. And like, he was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I always find that it's, that's an interesting parallel with comic books um, in that it's like, you have a roster of, of characters uh, or heroes in the comic book world. And it's hard to create new ones because it's always easier to just go back to the ones you have. And like, well, the stars are the stars. Let's keep doing the stars. Uh, and that's something we talk about on the show a lot with comic book characters. Like we, we are seeing a new Spider-Man, but it's still Spider-Man. Like maybe it's time to really invest in bringing up new talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was kind of, you kind of see that too. Like I saw last week that they're going to have like two different Captain Americas with Steve Roger and Sam at once. Like it feels like you're just kind of diluting the spotlight. 
that way. I don't know. Yeah. I think I I disagree. I think something like that is okay because particularly with Marvel, they've established this precedent already with having multiple Spider-Men. I much prefer just kind of calling Miles Morales Spider-Man rather than being like, yeah, there's Spider-Man and then there's this other guy over here or he's called something different. It's it's fine, and I think audiences can make that differentiation, and it feeds different needs and different audiences. So I, I understand what you're saying. In world, like when you think about it in continuity, it probably gets a little tough to sort of wrap around. But in terms of separate titles, I don't know. I, I feel like it's okay, personally. Yeah, well, I just think, though, it's confusing to, like, why would a new viewer or a new fan be mm-hmm. like, oh, I see two Captain Americas, and I know one of them. So how am I going to get on board with this new one when I keep seeing this older one? Or and- But they're giving both of them, right? Like, people, if you talk about MCU fans, if we're going to talk about those, they're obviously not casual because we're over 10 years in here. but And we're getting very far afield from talking to Chris about this, but just to keep going with it for a second. No, I love this fan. Uh, yeah. So... Uh, Chris Evans, people know him as Captain America, but right, also right. they've watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which became Captain America and Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and they now know, okay, Anthony Mackie is Captain America. But then you yeah. go see the movies, they're still talking about Chris Steve Evans Rogers. is old now. So it's Yeah, like, Chris Evans is old. Yeah. But my point being, they can keep it straight. I think they could also keep it straight in the comics. But I'm just saying, when you're running a race and you have the baton and you pass the baton, you don't keep running with the person you pass the baton to. The baton not, needs to go. That's not how I played track in high school, man. Yeah. <laughs> you were just wouldn't it be I hung up that and dragged me right down that track. <laughs> and to Justin's point, that's like a big thing with wrestling. Like, you know, a couple weeks ago, you know, after like a, a very long time, this guy Big E became WWE champion. Mm-hmm. Um, and they took the title off of him within two months. And it kind of made him feel lesser. And like they did this because like there's a feeling, though I don't always agree with it, like at this pay-per-view, Roman Reigns couldn't make it. Um, and a lot of times they switched the match to put Brock Lesnar in it and gave him the title. And a lot of times like in wrestling, the feeling is like if you can't give them what you've advertised, you have to give them something bigger. But it's also like a short-term game hurting something long-term because, you know, Biggie could have been a much bigger star. And same thing, I think, with the comic books of like, you know, anytime you see a new version of a a hero, you know the old one's coming back at some point. Well, it was the same thing. I haven't seen a lot of wrestling, but I remember when The Rock left and he passed his mantle down to Young Rock, And then Young Rock became The Rock. You're like, The Rock's going to come back at some point. Young Rock isn't going to keep it the entire time. You know? Little pebble. He did it. He did it. What else are you working on? You're working at Vice as well, right, Chris? Yeah. What are you doing over there? uh, Just wrapped up a show for them. And then uh, I'm currently developing a half hour pilot to hopefully uh, take it in a couple months. Justin's been uh, fantastic with notes for that. So thank you in public. Uh, um, wow, public! Okay. Thank yeah. you. I'm just a guy in a basement. I don't know if my name. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like Adbor Basement. Needs yeah. More basement. <laughs> um, 
One other thing we were talking about um, before we had John Chris is um, I think the last thing I certainly did before the pandemic started was you got us tickets to SmackDown or was it Barclays Center? And there's a picture of Pete, Alex, and I cheersing a beer in Barclays on like Wednesday, March 12th, <laughs> like truly the day before everything shut down. Oh, man. Um, so shout out for risking our lives. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just going to be a little cold, but. Yeah, <laughs> I th- I thought it was a storyline like in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Exactly, it was. It was. It was. Yeah, it became it. Yeah. Uh, Chris, so <laughs> on that note, Chris, thank you so much for coming on. It was hey, great seeing you, you as usual. You guys, great uh, seeing you. I, I, I I've always loved your guys' show. All three of you are the best, and. Um, Talk to you. Much love, man. Oh, yeah. And happy birthday to our truth Let's not forget that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's such a cool uh, career and legacy. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Good seeing you. you. Chris, See you Chris. Do right. it. What, what a brave guy. He doesn't have a beard or anything, man. Just out there with <laughs> so his brave. chin. He's yeah, fucking wow. being so brave. brave. Right? <laughs> Uh, now I will just mention it here just in case he is somehow odd and I'm not seeing it uh, but we did have a second guest today Reese Prosser that was supposed to be here seems like he is not in case he pops in or I don't see him let us know in the comments here on Crowdcast and we'll try to figure out a way to bring you in but in the meantime we're going to move to our next section which is our favorite section because you all make it up it's your audience question and for audience questions you already got this but just drop a question oh wait Reese is here hold on hold on Oh, I can't See, welcome him. Sometimes you just got to put it out there. and then you Exactly. Know. You got to put yourself out there. Yeah. Uh, Reese, this is going to be great for the audio podcast, but I can't figure out a way to bring you into the stream because you don't seem to be online that way. Maybe have him leave and then come back out. Yeah, Reese, why don't you leave and come uh, back can't in? Can't you kick him back out? In. And then... uh, no, I can't totally kick him off of the program or anything like that. But yeah, Reese, if you want to log off Alex, come back in. Alex, you're the great. bouncer. Kick yeah. him out of here. Kick him out of here. And then. <laughs> I, oh, Get wait, out of here. Wait. Hold on. Hold 86th. on. 86th. I love it, Stray Bullies. Hold on there. I think this is going to work. I think we're able to bring ravioli. It's working. He's kind of on oh. screen. Reese. Hello. Yeah. Woo. I was, I was sitting there the whole time thinking like, um, you know. So, yeah. Sorry about that, guys. No, no oh, problem. Uh, not to get too in the weeds again. about it, but it just did not show me you were online at all until <laughs> oh, whenever damn. you switch. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, I was just sitting here patiently, like, hopefully it'll it'll come in. Yeah, and it did. Interview, just like really chopping yeah. it up with them. Trying yeah, to- <laughs> all good. Uh, Reese, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for talking about this book. Uh, so the name of your book is NJXP. It's super yeah. fun. We got to read yeah. a, a copy of it. Um, yeah. The idea, correct me if I'm wrong, basically it's kind of like a courier service that's made up of ninjas, turns mm-hmm. into yes! sort of this sci-fi <laughs> fantasy warriors type thing <laughs> as she tries to bring a package across town. Super fun. Uh, what did I miss there? What did I miss in the pitch? Yeah, you you pretty much nailed it. Yeah, it, oh, it is it is just like one big old chase scene across the city. It's glorious. Uh, just like I just it was kind of one of those things where I just thought I'd throw it all in the bag, monsters and magic and just like and just aliens, just awesome stuff. I wanted to draw basically and like put out there. That was that I, was really 
I got to yeah. say, as someone who reads a lot of comics, I love the action emphasis, the action words, the way you use words in the paneling to help like heighten what's happening. It was really just ah. fantastic. Draws oh, you in you. so, so well. Um, yeah. yeah I, I, it was just <laughs> it's so much fun to read these action sequences and to see it and the way it's like imagined on the page. Really just so enjoyable. Thank you. Oh, so thank much. you. That is so cool. Well, yeah, thank you. Like hearing you talk, like you said, like you just wanted to put as much fun stuff that you wanted to see on the page. I feel like that's exactly how it reads. It feels like there's just so much energy. You seem like you have a wellspring of energy in you as a human. <laughs> Oh, that you were bringing to the table, <laughs> and it translates in the book. It is great. Oh. It reminded me of the way that, like, that for when you first read Scott Pilgrim, and it has that, like, yeah. oh, the propulsive Dude. energy to the fight sequences. Like, I feel that here. Scott Pilgrim was such an enormous influence for me. When that, I mean, that whole series was just like, ah, oh, like it's still like a massive place in my heart. And like, yeah. I actually, I actually found out that. The first Scott Pilgrim book is 160 pages, the same amount of pages I got. So that's a oh, nice wow. little there it that's is. a nice little sign there. I was just like, wow. yeah, that's just for me. It was just like, yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a fun fact. So I was reading some of the stuff uh, you put out about the book, or at least what you were saying about the book. And this is something mm. that has been a labor of love, something that you've wanted to do for a really long time. So yeah. what was the thing that ultimately pushed you over? If you have been thinking about this for a really long time, what was the moment where you're like, you know, I'm going to take the plunge and actually do it. Yeah, well, it was, um, this was a few years ago. Like I, I was, uh, I used to be work, I used to work in publishing and I wasn't really enjoying that. Um, I kind of found it was, it was a bit of a grind. And, um, you know, I, uh, I had a, a moment where a couple of people I knew passed away and it was just like, you know what, mm -hmm. if, if ever there's, you know, life will just disappear on you. And if you don't pull it together and actually do something, then, you know, you're going to miss out. So Carson, I just thought, you? you know, I thought just, you know, you know, take my this thing I want to do comics and just let's just work everything else around that. And just, you know, like I, I spent a year just, you know, working on my art and just making practice comics. And, and even NJXP was supposed to be just a 16 page, you know, test. I was just like, yeah, let's do like a little extended action sequence with all this cool stuff. But then the more I was just developing it, it just blew out into this thing. I was like, okay, this is going to be the first book. Let's go. Man, that's great. When you, that's so awesome. you started, so cool. did you start with the art then? Or did you start with the writing? Or were you kind of doing both at the same time? No. So I, I, I went, because the thing is, you know, I, growing up with comics, you just know about the whole assembly line thing. So that's literally why I thought, okay, let's do it that way. You yeah. know, I, I wrote the script first and, you know, I, I sort of, took a vague guess on the paneling oh, and stuff. And then uh, that's one of my favorites too. Like that oh. came out so well. Yeah, it really oh, did. Look at it. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Such an you. amazing kick in the face. Yeah. I mean, you see a lot of them, but just to really, oh, so great. That's, oh man, yeah. Like, yeah, because, um, yeah, sorry. So, so yeah, I, I started with the writing and then like I got into the, um, the drawing and did the whole thing. So like, you know, I have a day job. I was taking pages in with me and I was pencing and inking that, you, know, you know, with markers, at, you know, on my Just lunch very break. Subtly? You know? Wow. How do you not get busted? Doing oh, no, 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 artwork, oh no, 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 sorry. Like, anytime I had a break, like I, I turn up a bit early, oh, okay. you know, get a coffee. And, yeah, yeah. 
No, because I, I do factory work, so <laughs> yeah, it couldn't be like I couldn't do it at my desk. Very hard. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would have been yeah. If I had pulled that off, that'd have been pretty good. But yeah, yeah problem was... with that is the conveyor belt keeps moving and the pages. <laughs> yeah. As you're yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just line up the pages and the belt. Draw very quickly. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, when, it's when they it's when they jam. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. nah. You're like, oh yeah, sorry, boss. I'm gonna fish this out. So what did you? <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, what was the next step then after you actually got this together, after you started producing this, that you decided, okay, I'm going to put this out there. I'm going to actually put this online. I'm going to sell this as a comic. Uh, that, that was always the plan. It, it mm -hmm. um, you know, like I, I'd, um, I, I, I've done this through Amazon self-publishing platform and I mm -hmm. tried a book previously. I did like a little adult coloring book thing just to test it out see see what it was like and and i was pretty happy with the results and i thought okay let's um let's push forward and see what the graphic novel comes out like nice yeah oh that's awesome you did a little trial balloon and then we're like all right yeah this <laughs> yeah and like you know get getting that proof back i mean you know, i've got a copy of the print version right here Ooh, you know nice look like, at that. that's gotta feel good oh, oh do you know what yeah, getting that and flicking through it was was so cool, oh, oh. and because um, it, it's like a little wider than a regular comic, it's it's about like an extra quarter wider, so it's it's just got a nice feeling, especially yeah, because I didn't even realize you work on these pages, you don't realize kind of the thickness of it until you get it in your hands, mm -hmm. and it's just like, just yeah, it's so cool. So what's what's the response been like now that it is up? It's been okay. It's been it's been steady going. Like I'm like I'm still just. I'm out there trying to plug it because um, I'm just, I'm totally like, I, I, you know, flying by my seat at the pants making this book and I'm doing the same thing with the marketing. So I'm just playing around, seeing what, what works. But like, fair play, people have been really, really positive about it. And it's been really cool to, to hear that. Yeah. Uh, now that you have done the book, though, are you, are you hooked? Are you going to create another book? Where are you at? 100 percent. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, like, yeah, I haven't quite because obviously I've been like I just put the book out in November and um, just yeah like trying to get it out to people and so now I'm like I've got to start creating again. I've got the I've really got the itch now. It's like I've got <laughs> nice. to start putting pen to paper. So I've got some ideas and like not enough to like really talk about now, but like mm -hmm. yeah, I'm 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 ready to go. This is uh, yeah, I'm, this is this is it for me. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's amazing. That's awesome. I love that so much. That's such a great story. Uh, and so this is available on Amazon. It is. Yeah. Right now. Right. It is. Yep. Are you talking to any comic book shops or anything like that in terms of trying to get them in there or what's uh, I'm not because unfortunately yeah. going through Amazon, you do kind of alienate mm. yourself, you know, from from bookshops, which oh. is unfortunate, you know, because mm. I, I, you know, I, I would love to be out there talking to them. I just kind of, you know, I just thought, okay, first book, let's let's try it through this platform, see how it goes. Mm -hmm. Definitely from the from the next book, I'm, I think I'm gonna find a publisher, you know, because because this is print on demand, and it's like if I find mm -hmm. a, a a printer that does that with distribution, oh, I can then I can yeah, it's, it's just tweaking the model each time. Could well, you actually may, talk a little bit more yeah, about that? Ahead. Because I I don't know um, how that works. So you go with you go with Amazon, so that's where it sort of yeah. is. And then through that, you print on demand if someone orders it, or do you have to do a run, or does it work? No, so so literally every so you just upload the files, and then every time someone orders one, it gets printed, sent right out to them, and like you know, so they, oh, so like you know, um, it's like seven dollars fifty for for an issue for a book, and like I'll get like 
two, two, three dollars back for each one, basically. So obviously they're taking the lion's share because they're doing the printing and distribution. They're doing all yeah. the work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, and yeah. I just want to mention we have a comment over here on YouTube from Hugo Sanchez says your marketing is working. Your marketing is working because I'm definitely buying this. So, Hell yeah. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. You're, going, you're going to like it, man. There's a like vaunted comic book club bump right there. You oh, got it. Thank, <laughs> thank you so much. No, you know, like being on a podcast is so wicked. Like It's just like you, you daydream about this. And they're like, oh, shit, my debut graphic oh. novel. Brilliant. Oh, that's nice, great. Man. It's so good. It's so much fun. I love your energy. I love your enthusiasm. I love oh, your story you. behind this as well. And it actually, I have now, one more question before yeah. Oh, yeah. you're buttoning it up, Alex. Um in uh, some of the, I'm just getting I guess, started, baby. Uh, are you getting wound up? Great. Uh -huh. um, you talked about how working on this really sort of sustained you through the a lot mm. of the pandemic. Uh, can yeah. you talk about that? Like, were you just like looking forward to this all the time? Like, uh, how did it work for you? Yeah. So it was a strange one because, like, I, I started writing it in in like summer of 2019 and then you know started drawing it, and then the pandemic kicked off, and um i actually i don't know if you guys had the furlough like so a lot of um non-essential workers so if a company was like okay you know if you're gonna have tough times the government were paying like 80 percent of people's salaries to just send them home so they're not around you know spreading covid so <laughs> uh, so you know and I, so like at the start of april 2020 i got sent home for a month and a half and like i was like great i can spend the whole time you know drawing drawing this book brilliant and like I, I literally got home and I pretty much crawled into bed for a week and a half going, I could lose my job. My entire family could die. Like, yeah. cause you, oh, just, you know, yeah. but I had, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I had this page that would like stare at me and like, it was like, okay, come on, you got to get up and do this now. So yeah, it like, it, it was a good distraction from like, yeah, like everything was going on. Cause like, you know, like I got like a victim, everyone in my building got evicted in the middle of the oh, pandemic, wow, you know? Man. Yeah, which which sucked, but like again, that you know, it was like cool. I just find a new place to work on my <laughs> And I, you know, and, and unfortunately, like um, you know, I lost my grandmother to COVID, but it was oh, just, man. I mean, and, and like my my other grandmother passed away the week the book came out, so oh, it's been God. a it's been a bit top, you know. But again, it's just like having some, you know, because I mean, making art and creating has always been a cornerstone of my mental health. So literally having this to like. Yeah put the blinkers up and just be like, cool, everything seems to be going nuts. I'm just going to concentrate on this now. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's, I'm I mean, that's so you sorry had to hear to do, about man. all of that. Yeah. yeah like, but yeah, but I, it really, your, your book is great. And like the energy I that did. you reserved through all of those trials <laughs> and brought to this book, it's truly palpable. It's like lightning oh, on the page. So you should that, be very proud oh, of getting you. through all of that and also creating. Cause that's, yeah, my, rest in peace to the grandmas dude oh thank yeah thank you very much yeah yeah no, i appreciate that <laughs> uh reese thank you so much for coming on lovely chatting with you as i mentioned before very much looking forward to the next book now and yeah i can't wait man. whatever it is thank you very much well yeah right. thank you thank you this has been wicked thank you so much i uh, appreciate <laughs> yeah. it so thank yeah if, if anyone um amazon and reachprosa.com if they want to check out more thank you very much awesome. yeah 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 definitely have a great check it night out. cool thank
All right, there we go. Uh, Reese Prosser and the book, again, is called NJXP. And as we mentioned, it's so cool. And also, yeah. as mentioned earlier, yeah, we're going to move really on to your is. audience questions. Drop a question and ask a question here on Crowdcast or in the comments over on YouTube. We've got a couple here on Crowdcast already. This one is from Stray Bullet. If you had to wrestle a member of the Justice League for the fate of the world, who would you want to wrestle? Also, what would your final meal be? Wow. Hmm. I feel like Stray Bullet is not betting on me when I'm wrestling Batman? <laughs> uh, he's just a guy. He doesn't have any powers. I probably take him, right? No way, dude. He's trained, uh, you know. I don't know. Batman, though powerless, difficult. I mean, Here, here's the thing. He just like, needs to I'm eat not... one of those delicious calzones, and he's going to be so tired, I could take him in a second. <laughs> yeah, but Batman's not going to eat his own calzone. He's got a. He's gonna eat like an unrelated calzone. That's oh, right. Like a different the calzone. Alfred, yeah, prepares for him. You know. Yeah. The Alfred calzone. Yeah. Yes. The Alfred um, It's I mostly think... bouillabaisse in a pocket. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> wow. Stay off the marketing team for Little Caesars, kid. <laughs> um, I would challenge Aquaman because that guy's not good on dry land. Hmm. And that's where I would keep I would keep all the I would make sure he was dehydrated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pete, I'm just still thinking about last last meal, like all the, like what would you want to you know, like do you go garbage plate on your last meal or do you do like something bougie like a steak and lobster situation? You know what I mean? Let me throw this out, Pete. No yeah. matter what, how you die, I bet garbage plate will be your last meal. <laughs> oh man so you don't have to worry about it fingers crossed bro Ooh, fingers kevin does bring crossed. up a question here he says why is the correct answer booster gold are we including justice league international or just like the iconic seven justice league yeah i think i think the door's open for all just i mean if you get into the justice league international they're all beatable yeah. Okay. Or like the Wonder Twins? I, I feel like you could take Wonder one of them. Twins. Yeah. I would just wait till they th- turned into a bucket of water and I'd throw them out the window. And and just, I'd like, turn and wait until they turned into a bucket of water and then drink them. Oh. You don't have to drink the whole thing. You just drink a little bit and they come back with like no arms or something. Oh, man. I don't know, I don't know if that's, that's how it works. works. <laughs> also, you don't want them popping out of your kidney. Yeah, fair enough. All right, there we go. Great question. This is from Nat Townsend. Twin stone. <laughs> uh, no, this seems related also to the same thing we've been talking about. There's nothing inherently bat-related about a calzone, right? What is the worst flimsiest superhero cross-promotion you've ever seen? We've talked about this here on the show Are you before. Gonna... Uh, I mean, Alex has literally seen them all, so... Uh, no, well, uh, yeah. Are you going gonna... to... Wait, what do you think I'm going to bring up, Pete? I, I think you're going to bring Superman shaving thing. Oh no, no, no this is cereal. Oh, I were we talking about food related or I no? Just anything. superhero cross promotion. The worst superhero cross promotion. I was like thinking about this after oh, today, right, right, after right. we were talking about the Batman Calzone, is for Man of No, it wasn't Man of Steel. It was for Justice League. Was I thought it was Man of Steel? Oh, it was Man of Steel. They had a promotion with Gillette. Yeah. Where it was like, the only thing we don't know is how does he shave? Yeah. And every comic book fan was like, we know how he shaves. <laughs> he uses his heat vision and he bounces it off of his mirror. It's been in yeah. comics multiple times. What are you yeah. talking about? This is a terrible Come ad out. campaign. Come on. Come on, we all said. Come on. Uh, that has a real like 
the Don Draper of that office was like, how does he shave? Let's not ask <laughs> any comic book fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so that one's pretty reasons? terrible. Any other uh, bad? Those Snickers uh, DC commercials would drove us pretty insane. Mm. Um, I mean, the comments are actually crushing in here. Batman for OnStar. I remember that. That was also for one of the Zack Snyders, I believe. I don't remember. And then the Zack Snyder Justice League meal that came with the Snyder cut was especially a mother box one. Yeah, you guys were going to order it, remember? I was going to order it, but then it came out a month after the movie, which, like, how, why? Why did it take them a month to put these mother box meals together? So strange. Like all Zack Snyder properties, you have to wait way too long to get to the end. That was pretty bad. This is not a comic book based one but i don't know if you guys remember for phantom menace there was that lollipop thing with jar jar with his tongue sticking out which is like lewd to look at it's pretty gross i don't even like hearing about it (laughs) it's pretty terrible i mean the thing is the biggest movies always have the worst tie-ins because the products that are like yeah let's try to get a piece of this are the are insane right uh, it goes so deep. Like right now, I think still airing are the um, Spider-Man um, No Way Home. I want to say Toyota commercials where mm-hmm. it feels like an extended scene. But it's like the movie. We all saw the movie a while ago. Like, it's very weird that you're doing this. now. They did that with Audi for a bunch of stuff. Uh, there was yeah, maybe it's Audi. Wasn't wasn't there the one where they did it with all of the TV stars? And it was like Loki stealing an Audi after the end of Avengers Endgame or something. Very strange. Um, <clears throat> this also, this is not a product tie-in, but, and I'm sure I've talked about this before, but the way that I first saw the first Avengers is I needed to cover it for work and I couldn't get into like the main screening, but there was a screening for Audi was holding it. So it was all like the car execs and they were having their screening and their after party. And I distinctly remember it because I was watching it and like, I was reacting to parts of the movie, not necessarily out loud, but I was like, oh, this is great. I can't believe I'm getting to see Avengers. Literally the only thing that got applause the entire time we were watching Avengers is when the audio pulled out. Yeah. I mean, they that's lost when you're in it. the corporate screening. You gotta... <laughs> oh, my God. It was crazy. Just imagine uh, how the Doritos execs watch anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is from Kevin. What's... Oh, wow. This is very deep. What's something you've wanted to do for years but haven't yet? Whoa, Kev, come on, dude. Oh, what are Kevin, you doing? This? Okay. Wow. Um, what did do for great years? question. Um, <laughs> right for us announced? <sighs> Figure out Jesus. what love feels like, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. Find my place in the world. What about you? No. Um, I don't know. I feel like I've achieved everything. nice that that tracks um definitely um that's tough i mean i haven't been to a comic book store in a couple years so that's a big (laughs) oh man um you gotta go back travel great travel internationally um Mm. uh, i would love to if there was ever a chance for me to be Santa uh, for the WWE, that would be like <laughs> number one. Number one. You're an asshole, man. <laughs> there Sorry, it man. is. 
I would like to go back in time and stop Zalbin from happening. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. Getting intense in here. Mm. Uh, we got a couple of questions here that I, I'm sorry we're piling up over on YouTube. But Stanley says, any new CBC shows coming soon? Maybe Peacemaker or Boba Fett? Uh, well, we have been talking about well, Boba Fett. I would Fett. love to do either one of them, but these two a-holes hate the Book of Fett, and it's just driving I don't hate insane. it. I don't hate I it. I don't hate it. But much like um, Boba Fett falling into Star- the Sarlacc pit in Jedi, I wish it was a little better. Oh, mm. come on, man. Assassin Wookiee is fucking ridiculous. It's great. I guess I liked him in the comic books where he came from. And it's weird to me that they're not referring to that at all. And even though Boba Fett and Black, I don't want Chrysanthem... that, don't shut up, <laughs> you fucking asshole. You know what? This is this is a really good. Uh, this is convincing me. We should do a podcast about this. Yeah, <laughs> um, death. Um, I mean, if peacemakers are already in a little deep for us to dive in, um, I would do a peacemaker podcast if we. Um, mm-hmm. They have this Maybe ad we... that plays that has an official Peacemaker podcast. You know, they do know. have an official Peacemaker podcast. This is a follow-up here, actually. TC Brian 5 says, similar to Doom Patrol, what is the name of the CBC Peacemaker podcast that you guys are definitely recording on a weekly basis, but Pete refuses to I'm so to sorry. Out. What's Doom what? Patrol? I'm, I'm not, not familiar, familiar with it. I've never heard of it. Uh, but uh, I guess imagining that there was some sort of CBC Peacemaker podcast uh, what is it called? Peacetaker, a separate piece. What's what's the name of our Peace Pod? Pod, pod maker. Um, Podcasts pod at any cost. Nice. <laughs> eagerly, um, eagerly fan cast. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, worth it for eagerly alone. Yeah, it is worth it for eagerly alone. Do you really want to taste it? A peacemaker podcast. How about that? Oh yeah. Do you really want to cast it? Mm, that's pretty oh. good. We'll workshop this. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, anyway, yes. Uh, uh, like as asked in the question, we are recording it. Pete won't let us release it. So I'm yeah. so sorry. I'll, Pete won't let I'll us release it. I'll to you. <laughs> uh, uh, we, co- did, uh, we did just release a special episode mm. of Riverdale After Dark where we interviewed one of the writers, which is great. And um, I do think we'll we should have a, a, some Marvel vision. We should do some Marvel mm-hmm. stuff. We should. There's Moon Knight is coming out at the end of the March, but we should try to do some more stuff for that. And then there's also going to be The Boys is not coming back until June, but there is going to be the animated show Diabolical. Oh yeah, I can't wait to check that that's out. That's coming yeah. out in March, I believe. So we'll probably cover yeah. that. Um, we we'll definitely have about... a busy March, but we'll fill the gap with something. Yeah, between exactly. in February. Exactly. Uh, this is from Josh. I have personally count- been enjoying the downtime, just you know, having some time to myself. What have you been doing? It's what have you been, been nice. doing? Been catching up with some reading, you know. Mm-hmm. I just outside world is. I picture you, Pete, just like Jack Nicholson at the end of The Shining, sitting in the cold, <laughs> just yeah. staring there, not freezing. Doing yeah. Honestly, when I when we when we leave from podcasting, I feel like Pete just bows his head down and shuts <laughs> just shut off. And just like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is from Josh. Not counting any interview you've actually conducted, who in any part of the comics industry would be at the top of the list as far as folks you'd like to interview? Of people we haven't interviewed. Yeah, Alan Moore. Mm. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, we haven't talked to Grant Morrison in a while. Um, that would be cool to catch up with him. I feel like he's in a different phase in his comic book uh, I, writing. Career. I would love to talk to Garth Ennis about Peacemaker. That's for sure. Hmm. You interviewed Garth Ennis, right, Pete? Yeah. Yeah, it was an intense, amazing interview. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd approve I knew his work, you know? Like, mm-hmm. he wasn't going to just open up to anybody. Like, he was, you know, and, you know, hey, you know, live your life, you know what I mean? But, uh, mm. you know, I had to prove that I knew I was familiar with his uh, his stuff. And then now, finally... you interviewed Kyle Baker once, too, Pete. How did that come about? <laughs> what did you have to prove when you interviewed him? <laughs> <laughs> That I was uh, ready to hang with Kyle Baker. That's what I had to prove. Hmm. Nice. Um, man, I don't know. We've interviewed so many people. This is not even a humble brag. It's like, I don't, other than Alan Moore, I'm, I'm not and, sure. No we, haven't had Mark Millar. we haven't had Mark Millar on the podcast. That might be fun and interesting. Yep. Um, David Mazzuccelli, that's a good suggestion. Any well. of the... I would love to and talk to some of the writers on the Marvel TV stuff would be awesome. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, why don't we move to this other question here? This is from Nelson Martinez. The Rock T starring in another video game movie, but he didn't say the game is based on. Which video game would you like him to be the star of in a movie? I mean, he killed it at Rampage. I mean, that was just fantastic. That's great. <laughs> Doom was great. I think he's never done a bad comic book movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, video Agreed. game movie. He's never. Uh, I mean, what great. what video game movies are coming? Like, what's the like? It's not going to be a retro thing. Like, he's not going to be playing Doctor Mario. Uh, that would no. be great. <laughs> no, I want him to play Doctor Mario. Take me on Doctor Mario. He can finally do that Tetris movie they've talked about for a while. Yeah, exactly. He can yeah. play a block effectively. He'd be the four block, just yeah. like the square. Rock block. The rock. The rock block. The rock block. Um, I, I don't know. They've done everything, right? All the video games have been adapted. Well, what? Uh, yeah. Boy and his blob. Wow. Paper out? Uh, oh, what if he could do back. Contra, I guess. Oh, I don't they, know if there's exactly a story girls. there. Contra? Oh, I mean, that would be dope. Of course there's a story. Headbands, oiled up bodies. That's it. Very, up, up, down, down, down B.A., B.A., select start. That's right. Oh. What about left, right, left, right? Alex. Sorry. I guess that would be the slogan for the movie, right? The poster would be Contra, and then the tagline would be left, right, left, right, up, the down, Konami up, code down, down. Oh, you're yeah. it. It's up, up, down, down. I don't up, know. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B.A., B.A., start. I don't play Get that nerd here. shit. Select so start, dude. Select start yeah, if you want to do two players. That's right. Okay. You go uh, I didn't always have a friend. I didn't always oh, have wow. a friend. I didn't always have a friend. Okay, make Mr. It. Popular, you got select start all in your whole life. Uh, we got a question here on YouTube from uh, Thanasis LeBru. What are your favorite non-superhero comic books? Ooh, I'll throw out one that I think Pete's going to answer. I don't know if the I don't think this counts as a superhero, but Concrete is pretty great. Yeah, um, Concrete's great. Scout. Yeah, Scalped. Why Pete, Pete looking at the wall. That's right. 
Give it that respect. He has all the answers written up there. That's right. That's yeah. where I keep all my answers. <laughs> the cheat sheet. Yeah. I mean, some some of our favorites that we're uh, sort of uh, been reading lately are Ice Cream Man. Um, a lot of Rick Remender stuff. I feel like is mm-hmm. non. Anything Image and, puts out, basically. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Image books. Um, um, yeah, definitely. The many it's, deaths of Layla Starr, mm-hmm. which is our number one pick from last year, I believe. Stray Dogs. Stray Dogs. That's right. Not a superhero comic. Not a superhero. Not comic. Pete's favorite comic. Nope. Um, quick, uh, quick comment, Ben the Border Collie, you, uh, about our uh, Alan Moore interview conversation. You mean the fourth host of the Watchmen podcast? <laughs> That's right. Alan Moore. He... And, and let me say, I feel bad because you guys didn't t- get to talk to him, but I, he was always sort of with me yeah he well he always had to cancel like he came on he talked to him about it and then he'd have to book out for various reasons and wasn't able to do our watchman podcast which was a real bummer so i guess my point is i'd love to have ali we call him ali um back on the show to interview him for real that would be super fun uh we gotta just to wrap up here we we were like we'll take we'll take your name off the podcast and he refused he was like no put put my name on it he demanded that we put it in. <laughs> oh, we do have a request here to get Brendan Fraser, but spelled F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. Um, I don't know who that is. Brandon but... Fraser is that Fraser's uh, like cousin? He's a. Frazier, according to this, he is a football player. Brendan Michael Fraser. Oh, he's actually an American pair skater. His skating partner is Alexa Kiernrem. He's the 2021 U.S. national champion and a 2020 uh, Skate America champion. So, yes, wow, we will nice. try we'll to get, get we'll him try on. To get. Yeah, we'll um, try to get Nat Towson says you should get Kelsey Grammer. Of course, it would be great to have Beast. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Talk about Just to hear Kelsey him say Grammer. my stars and garters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, talk to him about that. Talk to him about Periscope Down. Is that yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, dude. Good. Wow. That's a good poll. Wow. Uh, just to good wrap up here, we have poll. a bunch of questions from Luana Nananana. Uh, when was the last time you cried? Anybody? Uh, earlier today, um, I was watching a TV show. Uh, oh, do nice. you think you're in touch with your emotions? Yeah. Let me cry. say this. Let me say this. I I went to we went to see the Big Apple Circus on Sunday. Oh wow! Um, in Manhattan, and did you see Zalbin this, there? No. Um, he wasn't one of um, the trapeze artists. Well, usually Marnie's <laughs> loves to go to that stuff. Yeah, we're at every fucking circus piece. Go ahead, Justin. I think so. Um, the show, and you know, it was normal, like hustling to get there. We were late. The, we didn't have all the stuff we needed. It was like a pain. We get there, we sit down, and the show started, and I started crying. And I was like, this is a circus. <laughs> but there was something about people performing live that I haven't seen in like so long. Oh, wow. I, every new act that came out, I was like so upset. My wife and kids were all just like, what is wrong with you, dude? And I was like, I don't know. These are, I'm, wow. My emotions are welled up here. And wow. I'm feeling it right now. Wow. Wow, man. That's beautiful. My thing, I was watching an episode of a Star Trek TV show that's coming out later this week. And that made me cry just because of the connection and the honoring of the franchise and people being together and working with each other. Uh, so there you go. Pete. Uh, Pete, this is for you. What is your biggest regret? 
These are the questions we should get every week. It's like, all right, let's update on our biggest regrets. Any new, any fresh regrets? I don't know. Opening uh, the show for questions, maybe. (laughs) Uh, This is next one is what is stopping you from achieving your best life? Wow. Not Mm. enough time, guys. It's always Uh, not enough time. mm. Energy. Uh, Jolene wants to know, we actually got a bunch of them now. <laughs> what is your first and last fanfic you all read? God, I don't know what the first fanfic I read was. The last fanfic I read was probably, I, th- I think I read something for Riverdale that somebody sent me. Um, but I don't know. I don't, I don't remember exactly what it was. I don't a read a lot of fan fiction. Yeah. And uh, nor do I write it. But it's not to say that I'm not interested in that. I, especially on sort of worlds that have been, that aren't being serviced, uh, that we're not seeing any new additions to. Mm. Uh, I may have written some fanfic. And yeah. maybe, uh, apropos of our discussion earlier, maybe I published it on Amazon at one point. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think that's the little crumb everyone's been waiting for. (laughs) It may not be there anymore. Uh, This is from Stray Bullet. Have you ever thought about doing a Doom Patrol podcast? As we've explained many times, we have taped this Doom Patrol podcast. taped it. Yes, we whispered it into our pillows at night. Stop playing with people's emotions, man. I people no. want us to do this. Let's do it already. We did it. We whispered we it into it. pillows. Find our pillows, and you will find the find podcast. Our pillows. We. I whispered my my side of the podcast into a bunch of bottles, corked them, and it's threw such them into a the great sea. show, you fucks. I don't, I wouldn't know. I would, uh, this I would is from. Oh my gosh, we're getting a lot of these. Uh, why don't we just? You don't do... have to do every one of them, man. Yeah. You know, no, you you do. Do. At some point, at some point, you got to walk away. Oh, we do have uh, one thing from Nelson Martinez here. says, not a question, but got my comment bound today in the mail. Always appreciate the Patreon rewards you guys sent out, figured out which comic to mount. Uh, if uh-huh. you are a Patreon reward member of $10 or up, uh, what we sent this month was one of those comic mount things that that dude had on his wall. What, um, dude? I want that's those. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, so thank you all who support the podcast at that level. Thank you everybody who supports the podcast at any level, of course. Um, but I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, Corey Carcheteri wants to know what are the odds Alex's fanfic was pervy? I didn't. Think, <laughs> I didn't think it was pervy. <laughs> Interesting that you're. Saying I'll tell you what. You didn't think it was pervy. I still do have some fanfic out there somewhere. That's pervy. The one that is not pervy, uh, the ones that I published on Amazon are not out there anymore. But, but yo, Alex, so you are somebody you are your giving Pete level a can of worms. I'm aware. Mystery. This is Pete is going to write his own fanfic about the can of worms that I just opened. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jolene says, "What's what's Alex's Ao3 handle?" Okay, I think you can figure that one out. <laughs> it's not life. that secret. <laughs> Um, oh my gosh, we're getting a bunch more questions here. Uh, ooh, Matt Towson <laughs> wants to know: Do you think there is an afterlife? <laughs> for real, for real, no. So, bro. Uh, and which no, comic book no. gets it right? The afterlife, or just gets it? Everything Constantine. Right? Constantine gets mm. it the closest. What comic gets the afterlife right? Uh, the only hard. the only people who ever got the afterlife right were Squirrel Butt Zippers. <laughs> 
Yeah, you write a lot of fan fiction in the Scroll Nut Zippers universe. <laughs> yeah, Scroll Nut Zippers slash uh, Earth Two. To Check the D out. to the A to the M to the N to the D to the A to the I don't know. I can't believe I knew that much of that. Uh, man, we have a bunch more coming in here as people try to get to the root of our issues. Uh, but why don't we take <laughs> one more here and then wrap this up? Uh, this is from Sean R. When will the Pete, in- Pete, the color is slowly leaving Pete's face. So hurry <laughs> up. Uh, when will the in-person shows resume? I don't know. We got a great question. Things will get back, you know, open um, up a little bit, and we can get, you know. What did you say, Justin? Um, let me let me throw this out. Um, a friend of mine, um, a friend of the show, Alden Ford, um, contacted me. Verizon saying, wa- uh, his, spokesman, Alden. Verizon. If you have seen the Verizon commercials, have been airing oh sort God, of right now during football games. Though. He booked that VO. Huge job. Huge win for old Alden Ford. Um, but. Um, he has a venue that has a week of slots that they're like, hey, if you want to do any shows in April, like late April, what do you, what do you guys think about? Dude, this is the first time I'm bringing this up, by the way, to anyone listening live on this show. <laughs> Not great business-wise. Where's but the venue? It's in, in New York. Uh, uh, that sounds know, like it's not in New happen? York the way you say Yeah, yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> no, yeah, I'm saying it's, yeah, it's the East asking, River. It's the East River. No, You're going to be no, wearing hey, some bed he shoes. He was asking like... <laughs> He was asking, like, this better be near me because I'm not making a trip. Uh, no, <laughs> I like a trip in, to New York. Yeah, let's try to plan a show in April. I think we'll be right. fairly yeah. clear of COVID then, a big show. We'll blow it out. We'll bring everything back. You heard it here first, folks. COVID is going to be over by April, according to Justin Tyler. <laughs> That's very exciting news. Let's hope so. Uh, and last thing, this is from Jolene. I need to know if Pete has watched Arrow seven times. And unfortunately... That is all the time we have for audience questions. Oh, so we are going to move on to our back. next section, which is trivia. And for that, we're going to Man, turn it over to that bit. Haven't Pete missed that bit at all. That is the part where we get back to the lovely audience. It's an opportunity to win 25 free dollars into Midtown Comics Online. Uh, Selbs, do we have a special winner today? We uh, Well, don't call them a winner. They're going to compete, but we sure do. We have Sean Risley is going to compete in trivia today. So I have in the Riz. So I have brought him the into Riz. the Riz. Uh, so there you go. Yes, he will be competing for a $25 gift card to Midtown Comics. As he says in the comments here, I hope this works. Given that we've had terrible tick issues all night i think it's gonna be just I think we're in fine. good shape absolutely pete uh do you want to introduce what trivia is on today while we're waiting for sean to come sure on today's trivia is on topical comic news and a small nod to the legend bob saget r.i.p oh you oh, went man. with bob saget interesting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wow not uh um, not, uh, There's a lot Louis, of you know. Yeah. You got to get to you got to get to them all. You know. One oh, okay. Time. Yeah, I'm sure People Louis Anderson. Right. Louis Anderson is like, I'll wait my turn. Yeah, Louis. <laughs> one of, wow. One of the great Alex, you've been sitting on this Louis Anderson impression. Mm-hmm. You wasted it. It's over. Yeah. I used to do ADR for baskets. Yeah, I can tell. That's true. <laughs> Louis Anderson was great go- baskets, by the way. He was great at baskets. He, he was also great at Search Party. Was another thing. Yeah. I don't know if you remember. His, I loved three. his cartoon, the Louis cartoon. He was just was great. Life with Louis, one of the most yeah. affecting. He won two Emmys for that. Like yeah. Louis Anderson dying was like upsetting. Like talk yeah. about being like crying. Like it was 
there are not there. I feel like there are very few people in the biz that are nice like he was nice. And you saw so many stories coming out on Twitter and everywhere of people talking about how he was just nice to everybody and had time for everyone, and that's so rare. Yeah. Uh, they also said Pete, Bob Saget was uh, very nice. All right, Pete, bringing it back around to his trivia. Hey, I thought this was about honoring people. Hey! Oh, man, hey! Hey, great to see you again, man. Wow. Hello. Look that, you look like a hacker. You look like a hacker in a movie, just like yeah. over the keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry if there's an echo. Uh, no excellent. Uh, well, I'm going to turn it over to Pete now for some trivia. Pete, take it away. All right, great. Please listen to all three options before making your selection. Here we go. Question number one. In the upcoming DC uh, event, Shadow War, who will be the king of the villain? villains uh spoilers obviously is it a joker b deathstroke or is it c cj lusby uh, so it's Megan. either go ahead uh you nodded to deathstroke that or is no, correct maybe... oh yeah yeah, you were, yeah yeah you were picking <laughs> nice. up on the nod nice work out there it is b deathstroke here we go question i love two. how many clues you give they're physical clues they're <laughs> That's uh, right. You have to listen to verbal. Yeah, you got. Uh, anyway, speaking of villains, new Marvel villain to debut in the new Strange comic. What is the new villain's name? Is it A. Harvest Man, B. Stardust Man, or C. Tracy Morgan? So no, it's no, either Harvest. A. If you would like twenty five dollars, <laughs> or you could be completely wrong. It's a, a Harvest Man. That is correct, sir. All right. Great. And I appreciate nice. you leaning in for that there. All right. Awesome. Last one. What comic is selling out ahead of the movie dropping? Is it A, Morbius, B, Doctor Strange, or is it C, Snoop Dogg? So it's either A, or you could be completely wrong. I'll, I'll go with A. I guess people like that. That is correct. Apparently, a lot of Morbius <laughs> comics are selling out. Wow. Wow. Is that three People questions? Love that Pete? Guy. The living vampire. All right. So congratulations. You've won a $25 gift card to Bidtown Comics. Great Have you figured see. out what the secret movie hinted at in Pete's quiz was? Oh, um, I mean, Kevin is correct. This one I would no, have guessed so. even before what this was half say? baked. Half baked? Oh, yeah. Half baked. Bob Saget was in that. Ah, great. Yeah, Bob Saget uh, was hilarious in that. He yeah. was. Sean, thank you so much for coming on. Good seeing you. Have a good yeah, night. Great seeing you, Sean. All right. Great and if you, any Sean. of you would like to participate in trivia, I drop the links here in the chats, both on YouTube and Crowdcast. Also, it goes up on at Comic Book Live. You can check it out there. Uh, submit. There's a pretty good chance you're going to win $25 to Midtown Comics. Just by And if you time it right, place. you're going to get to do trivia based slightly around meatloaf. <laughs> we'll see what happens there we'll see what happens controversial figure meatloaf uh now a lot of comic books are coming out this week new ones in oh, fact yeah. pete what are you looking forward to that's coming out uh, i'm looking forward to deadly class number 50 mm. um and batman okay, don't, and don't don't eat a lot of them pete because let me have a turn here because i gotta okay. shout it out for it's like the top, the two Tom King comics that come out this week are maybe the best comics I've read in quite some time. 
Pete mm. was about to say, and I cut him off. I'm sorry, Pete, but Batman Catwoman special number one, and that's right, um, is just unbelievable. You what want to talk about crying? Movie. You want to talk about talk about crying? There's a, a great tribute to um, uh, John Paul Leon, uh, yes. who did the, a lot of the art for this book and then tragically died, and they really like get into it in the back matter. A lot of great uh, tributes to him. It's it's so good. Yeah. Um, and then Human Target number four is just the most romantic comic on the stands right now. It is like reading this comic is like being in love. I feel like I have the same like Whoa. endorphin hits. It's really, <laughs> really good. The art uh, is just beautiful. I thought you were going to say it was like being on the set of an old uh, 007 movie. I mean, it's all of that and more. It's just really, it's a big, like Tom, these two Tom King books are crushing it right now. If uh, I'm looking forward to X Deaths of Wolverine, number one from Marvel, this is really (laughs) interesting, weird event, Uh, at least based on X Lives of Wolverine. Very curious to see what's going to happen in X Deaths of Wolverine, which comes out tomorrow. And all of those books are going to be in our stack podcast that comes out Wednesday at 9 a.m., both the comic book club feed and in its own dedicated stack feed. And folks, that is it for this week's show. Thank you, everybody couple of people we want to thank for being on the show we want to thank reese prosser for being here check out yeah. njxp Please which do. is available through amazon right now also chris dunn thanks for coming on as always talking about the wwe and everything else next week on the show our truth yeah latoya morgan is going to be here she's the creator and writer of dark blood an awesome new book that's out there that yes. we're also going to be talking about on the stack podcast yeah, as mentioned earlier on, we had a great new episode of Riverdale After Dark talking to Brian E. Patterson, a writer for Riverdale. He went uh, pretty hard about his history with the show, which I thought was really cool and really interesting. So definitely check that one out. Patreon.com. Alex, while we're talking Riverdale, sorry, sorry, Alex, while we're talking Riverdale, I feel like we had a big article drop this week. That, um, maybe oh, sure. Uh, there was Well, it was actually a couple of months back, but the, there was an article about the uh, cat briefcase that went up on uh, Hollywood <laughs> cheese sheet, which no. is kind of wild. We'll talk about that some no. other time. Patreon.com. It's 100% true. Patreon.com slash comic book club to support the show. iTunes, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, or the app of your choice to subscribe, listen, and follow. Don't forget to leave us a question in the iTunes review at comic book live on Twitter, comic book club live on Instagram, comic book club live.com for this podcast and many more. Until next time, we'll see you in the cat briefcase. Go on the cat briefcase. Yeah.